0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to the Fantasy NFL Today Podcast. Oh my gosh. Does anybody else feel like total crap the Monday after the Super Bowl, or is it just me? I'm pretty sure it's everybody out there. And I, you know, I'm going to start with a rant today because. I'm tired, I'm worn out, but so is everybody else. I don't understand why we just can't move the Super Bowl to the Saturday, or why we can't just move the Super Bowl to President the day before President's Day on a Monday when majority of the people in this country have off, or even move President's Day to Monday, which would have been today. I just don't understand it. It's like they want us to suffer because everybody's drinking all day long, eating all the crap all day long for Super Bowl parties, and then they force us to go to work. But we are here, and I'm super excited to get this episode rocking and rolling with everybody today. Again, this episode is going to be simply a Super Bowl recap. I am not going to be talking anything related to fantasy football because that comes later this week where I will give you my top 10 Way, way, way too early players for the 2023-2024 football season. If you listen to my last episode, episode 37, then you know my top five football fantasy PPR players for next season. So I'm not going to get into that. If you want to hear my top five, go ahead and listen to my last episode if you haven't already. This episode, again, is simply for me to break down a game of all games super bowl sunday if you're ready i'm ready let's roll my final score prediction which i recorded last week on last week's last episode was a final score of the kansas city chiefs winning 31 to 28 and man was i close The Kansas City Chiefs won the game 38-35, and that's how Super Bowl 57 ended. However, there is a lot that we need to break down in order for us to understand how this game was won. Obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs played behind the, what I want to say, one of the greatest quarterbacks that we have ever seen. I know it is early, and I know he is young. However, Patrick Mahomes, up another super bowl mvp type performance where the kansas city chiefs erased a 10 point deficit at halftime speaking of halftime did you guys like the rihanna halftime show i thought it was awesome you know i really thought it was great she's pregnant as all hell congratulations to her and she absolutely slayed she brought nobody else out and that to me was kind of shocking you know i expected to see jay-z or somebody come out with her but she said you know what i am the queen and i'm gonna do this myself and she absolutely crushed it so kudos to rihanna i hope you all enjoyed it as much as i did you know i grew up with that era of the rihanna's and the chris browns and jay-z's and all those the when music was actually music you know that era and uh i really really enjoyed that super bowl show but let's continue on about the actual biggest show that day which was super bowl 57. mahomes obviously guys as we know came into that game very banged up. That ankle was not a hundred percent as we thought it was, and he got rolled up on in the second quarter, which made it even harder for Patrick Mahomes to do what Patrick Mahomes does. However, for the game, he completed twenty-one out of twenty-seven passes for one hundred eighty-two yards and three touchdowns. Obviously, one hundred eighty-two yards. When you look at that, you know, just looking at the stats, it's not the best Patrick Mahomes game, right? You would expect Patrick Mahomes to obviously you know, go off for 300-plus, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't make any mistakes. He played pretty much flawless football. But not only did he throw for 182 yards, I think the biggest bonus that Patrick Mahomes did yesterday in Super Bowl 57 was he rushed for 44 yards on the ground. However, he was overshadowed, and he definitely was outplayed by a determined very very good quarterback in Jalen Hurts who gained 374 total yards and four total touchdowns. But this segment is the Patrick Mahomes segment. Let's break this down and I want to know your your I want to hear your feelings on Patrick Mahomes. Is he considered a top 5, top 3 quarterback of all time at just the age of 27 years old? Well, let's break down the numbers. In 5 years as a Kansas City Chiefs starter, he's a two-time Super Bowl champion a two-time Super Bowl MVP, a two-time NFL regular season MVP, NFL Offensive Player of the Year in 2018, a two-time first-team All-Pro, second-team All-Pro, five-time Pro Pro Bowler, two-time NFL passing touchdown leader, and the NFL passing yards leader, which happened this year. Patrick Mahomes is an absolute beast at the quarterback position. I don't care what anybody says. Coming into this season, everybody thought the Kansas City Chiefs were going to have a down year because they lost Tyree Kill, right? I'd be lying to you, and, and I, would, I would be lying to you. I, I thought the Buffalo Bills were going to win this year, but Patrick Mahomes is simply, simply that good. He has not really had many great Super Bowls in the two that he that he's won. However, he doesn't make the big mistake, which costs his team the game. Can we just sit back for a moment and stop this Twitter madness and stop comparing him to the greats? I know I started this segment off with wanting to hear from you, but if you're gonna come on my Twitter and bash and compare, it's not time for that yet, right? He's only 27 years old. We have a lot of time and a lot of football to be played. What is the point of putting up a 27 year old against these guys that are retired? It's just simply stupid. So, why don't we sit back, let his career play out? However, I will argue, and if you're arguing against this, you live under a rock somewhere and you definitely need to shave or, and you take a shower because you definitely smell. Patrick Mahone's trajectory is for sure on par with the goats of all goats. With 2 minutes and 55 seconds left to play in a tie game, Patrick Mahomes had the biggest play of Super Bowl 57. He scrambled for a 26-yard first down, which set up the Kansas City Chiefs for the game-winning field goal. Did you know teams going into halftime with a lead of double digits in Super Bowl games are 26-1? and So that means the Kansas City Chiefs became the second team ever to overcome a double-digit halftime lead. That is a stat. 26 and one. Patrick Mahomes isn't the only guy, though, that needs an applause from last night. Kansas City Chiefs' offensive line, which I said was going to be the key of that game. If they could have won, if the Kansas City Chiefs' offensive line wins up front, the Kansas City Chiefs will win the game. That was my that was my key of this game. And they dominated the Eagles. They had one penalty on the game. It was a false start in the second quarter. But an interesting fact, right? So why did this all happen? Like, what happened to the Philadelphia defense, right? They were dominant all season long. But what happened? Well, if you look at it and you break it down, the Philadelphia Eagles went away from what they did all year long. I mentioned on my last podcast that the Philadelphia Eagles Rushed four more than only four more than any other NFL team this season. However, this game they blitzed at a rate of 33%, 33%, which is the Philadelphia Eagles' second highest blitz rate in 20 games this season. So Eagles were testing Mahomes' ankle. They wanted to get to him early, and they wanted to hit him as often as possible, get him on the run, so he puts pressure on that ankle. And it actually worked, right? Because he came up really hobbling. He was in a lot of pain there in the second quarter. But, again, the Eagles' defense did not do what they do all season long and bring just four. Patrick Mahomes is better against the Blitz. I said that to you last episode, and I have broke it down to you. Patrick Mahomes plays better when he is pressured. I don't understand the game plan for the Philadelphia Eagles defensively in Super Bowl 57. Next up on the agenda is a call that everybody and their mamas were crying and moaning about late in the fourth quarter the defensive holding call on eagles cornerback james bradbury which gave the kansas city chiefs a first down and pretty much sealed that game because all the kansas city would have to do is kick a field goal from that point because the time was very low and the eagles did not have timeouts Everybody was complaining about it. It wasn't a home. It wasn't a pass interference. Listen, I understand it. It was a ticky-tack call, for sure, for sure. There was not much contact there. There was very little pull on that. However, I played the cornerback position. It was a hold. It was a hold. Bradbury even came out in post-game interview and said, I held him. It was a hold. I get it. It was a big flag in a big moment. However, what happens if the ref didn't throw that flag. Wouldn't we be in the same position as we were on Twitter last night of all the crying and the moaning just the opposite way? That was a flag. You should have thrown the flag. (laughs) Eagles, it's it's rigged. Listen, I understand that that game, they were letting things play. But what the referees do at halftime is they meet and they discuss how they're going to call the game down the stretch. Are they going to let it go? Or are they going to throw flags when the flags need to be thrown that flag needed to be thrown you can say anything you want about it you can say it was a little bit of a hold a little bit of a tug wrapped his hand around his waist didn't really touch him blah 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 blah. it was a hold the hold impeded the receiver from getting out on his route just a tad just a little bit but it was enough for me to absolutely think that that flag should have been thrown i think the biggest thing that people need to be talking about outside of patrick mahomes ability just to be patrick mahomes and the offensive line of kansas city dominating philadelphia is kadarius tony i don't think kadarius tony is getting enough credit he had a huge huge punt return the score was 28 27 with 10 minutes and 30 seconds left in the game And Tony had a huge punt return. This is a quote right from the New York Times. I'm going to read it right off here because I really love the way that they explained this. Tony staggered forward and quickly ran into a cluster of Eagle players. He looked cornered, but Tony said he saw, quote, blood in the water. He knew there was open field to his right if he could get there. Tony's momentum had been carrying him to the left as he reversed course. Zach Pascal, receiver for the Philadelphia Eagles, dove at tony's ankles tony slipped past pascal and saw white jerseys to his right i mean there was a wall of blockers guys if you go back and watch it, that was perfectly set up for a cutback and tony read that absolutely perfectly tony scooted horizontally along the 35 yard line using the speed that made him the first round draft pick for the new york football giants and i quote i know what i can do with a ball in my hands was tony's quote after he got traded from my new york football giants Tony continued to sprint outside the numbers and cut it upfield at the 50-yard line where he was eventually pushed out of bounds after a 65-yard run on the five-yard line. Guys, this play was absolutely huge. I feel like this was a really big momentum switch. I get it. Kansas City was winning, but Philadelphia seemed to be dominating that game at all all facets. I mean, if you look at the stats, Philadelphia should have won that game, right? But Magic is magic, and the big play happened. The Kadarius Tony had the big play, and then Mahomes' run there uh, in the late in the fourth quarter and put him in field goal range was absolutely huge. In Super Bowls, guys, sometimes it's not the team that outplays the other team. It's a team that has the ability to get it done when it means the most. That was an absolute huge punt return. But listen, the New York football giants, my New York football giants, traded this guy away for a bag of Lay's Plain old ordinary potato chips. However, like Odell Beckham Jr. is on there on Twitter. Oh, you traded him. Baby. I can't believe Odell. Come on. He didn't want to play for us. He was acting hurt all year long. He wouldn't go on the field. What did you want this organization to do with him? We we're trying to build something new in New York. We we're trying to build culture. Kadarius Toney was not the man for the New York football Giants. So all you Twitter guys out there, you too, Odell, enough. We couldn't do anything about it. We couldn't get him onto the field. Why are we going to hold on to him? Get him out of that locker room at that point. With all that being said, did Kadarius Tony do New York football Giants dirty? Absolutely. But he absolutely deserves a ton of credit for Super Bowl 57 win. That punt return was huge. Not only did he have that punt return, he also scored a touchdown on an absolutely beautiful drawn-up play. Beautiful. Motioned inside. Cornerbacks were confused. Took a step in, took a step out to the flat, flat route. Corners were not talking. They didn't know who had who. Both guys stayed with the inside receiver and left Tony. Wide open in the flat for a touchdown. I told you I wasn't going to talk any fantasy football, but I'm going to right now. And the only thing I'm going to say to end this segment is friends. Don't let friends draft Kadarius Tone. To end this episode, you know, I'm just going to give you my feelings on last night's game real quick. Obviously I just broke it down for you. I told you about the big plays in which I felt, swung that game in the kansas city kansas city chief's favor however as a whole i thought that was an okay super bowl right I, I, I don't know there was a lot of scoring a lot of blah 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 i just i don't know i i thought i don't know i just wasn't like blown away by that game call me a hater call me anything you want call me because i'm a philadelphia eagles i despise the philadelphia eagles say whatever you want but i just i don't know i just couldn't really fully invest As much as i usually do in super bowl games i don't know i don't i really don't know what it was i'm not really sure what it was um all i know is that i felt kansas city was going to win that game i felt the biggest key to that game was kansas city's offensive line if they could protect patrick mahomes long enough for him to get the ball out of his hands keep the the defenders out of his face they would win the game and that's what they did they protected him enough for Patrick Mahomes to win that game. And surprisingly, they won that game by his feet, meaning that that run, 26-yard run late in the fourth, was the seal that sealed that game for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm going to end this episode with the final thought of let's stop comparing Patrick Mahomes to every quarterback that's ever played the NFL. He's 27 years old. Let's just sit back and see what happens. I mean, I get the conversation, but there's some th- ugly people out there on Twitter that are just either all for Patrick Mahomes being top quarterback of all time, or people hating on it. How do you get? Just let him play the game, sit back, and enjoy the ride. As long as Patrick Mahomes is playing quarterback and Travis Kelsey is at tight end, and Andy Reid and Bell- Bellamy is the calling plays for this Kansas City Chiefs team I'm all in on Patrick Mahomes I hope you guys are recovering just a little bit better than I am right now I'm struggling like I said earlier in this episode it's been a long day of work today and I'm looking forward to hitting the couch relaxing and getting to bed early tonight just a reminder Get on my Twitter at my Twitter handles at J.P. Sticko. Please get on there. Follow me and ask me fantasy football questions. Now is the time to start preparing. Do not wait. Do do not, do not, do not wait. Very important right now to start listening to podcasts, getting on Twitter, following people that tweet about fantasy football. I'm telling you, you'll have a leg up in front of every other competitor in your league. If you want to win money, it starts now. Y'all have a wonderful rest of your Monday. Hope you all get a good night's sleep and you wake up nice and refreshed for Tuesday. I'll be back either Wednesday or Thursday where I'm really going to start ramping up my fantasy football content. As always, peace, love, and fantasy football.